and gentlemen, this is Hopped on Sports, your podcast for the beer-drinking sports fan. Welcome to Hopped On Sports. This is episode 51, and it is officially Bedlam Week. Been waiting for this all year. I think most of us, the state of Oklahoma has, and it has arrived. So Steve and I are going to have a great show debating Debating. who we think is going to win this weekend. And we're going to recap the following weekend because uh, we messed up. Let's just throw that out there. We had plans to get an episode out to you this weekend for the preview, and it did not happen, but that's all right because we're going to recap our weekend. We had a really fun weekend, and we're going to talk about uh, this upcoming weekend as well because we will not have another show this week due to Thanksgiving. Uh, We'll be enjoying our time away. Steven's actually doing a little bit of traveling Uh, Going back to L.A., he'll tell us all about that later. But before we do that, let's go ahead and bring in Steven. Steven, welcome to the pod, sir. Welcome to my pod. How's it going? Good, man. Good. uh, It is Monday of a short week, so it it kind of doesn't have quite the Monday feeling, so that's nice. It is going to be a slow week at work, so really relying on sports um, to kind of entertain us, to get us excited, to get through this awkwardly uh, you know uh, short week so um what are what are your thoughts there yeah i mean uh i I always like um these weeks that you've got thanksgiving coming up so i'm not going to be working thursday i'm not going to be working friday and so it's just a short monday tuesday wednesday it's done and you got the holidays and i've taken all the next week off of work so i'll be like you said i'll be going to los angeles and uh there's a lot of sports to be seen coming up here soon, and um, my plan, if it works out, is to go watch uh, the Capitals play Los Angeles while I'm in Los Angeles. The hockey that the ca- that the level of hockey that the Capitals play at is so high, and I've seen I've seen a little bit of high level hockey, but um, I really do want to watch the Capitals play as much as I despise them. I respect their ability to play, and we've discussed that. I know if you had to pick a team, it'd probably be the Capitals. Um, but I mean, and you want to see guys like Ovechkin play. I don't, I don't yeah. care for him. But you know, when it's done, it's done. I'd like to be able to say at some point that I did, did at least get to see him. Yeah, absolutely. So that'd be cool. We, you know, we were giving you a little bit of hard time. I'm like. The arguably the two best teams right now are in LA uh, for basketball, and you have just no interest in seeing them play. Yeah, I've made it. I what I thought was perfectly clear to you guys that I'm not doing the NBA this year. Um, I'm not huge on a lot of decisions that have been made. Um, I'm definitely trying to stay out of the loop with Sam Presti, and I don't know, man. Um, there's a the one that I'm considering though. This one's hard not to go to. Is just um, the Lakers are playing the Mavericks, and both of those teams are just 
they're just dynamite. And I understand the Lakers are probably better than the Mavericks, but on a good night, the Mavericks are just pure tough. Well, and you'd get to see the new sensation, Luka. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I read an article today about how um, the King Sacramento turned down the opportunity to get him allegedly because the manager did not like Luca's dad. And hmm. if, I mean, from what I um, gather in my own head, if that's the case, he ought to just be fired on the spot. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. You, you don't make business decisions based off not liking someone's dad. I mean, you're missing out on one of the one of the players of the decade right now. He's been nothing but sensational. Yeah, absolutely. So, well, uh, you went ahead and took a sip over there. What are you What are you drinking over there? I'm just going with the Devol again. Yeah. And boy, it was so good last week. I've got I, I bought a four pack of them with this glass, like I said, and. I'm not going to say yet that I'm not going to drink these all four consecutively on our podcast because they, they're they just, they're good. They're very good. Nice. It, it's a beer. I would recommend it to anybody listening. Go try Devol. D-U-V-E-L. There you go. What about you? I've got a beer that I, I've actually might have had this on the pod. I, I can't remember or not. I'm pretty certain you Definitely haven't. had a few different beers from Odell Brewing Company. But this is the St. Lupulin. It's an extra pale ale, 6.5%, and absolutely delicious. Really big uh, fan of Odell and what the things they're doing. And this is one of my favorite ones that they've got. Yeah. So whether I've had it or not on here, I'm, I'm glad to bring it back because if you haven't had it, you got to try this out, everyone out there, because... It really is very delicious, and, uh, you know, I've always talked about it. I'm big about artwork on cans, and definitely another really cool can. Um, if you haven't seen it, you got to check it out. So, But, yeah, man, that's, this that's is all the, I'm having. And this is, is it, what, the extra pale ale? Yeah, it's the extra pale ale. Okay. It's a good beer to have on a Monday. Like I said, I know it doesn't quite feel like the same kind of Monday, but it's helping me kind of get through the Monday blues and excited that, we are only working three days this week. High or low IBUs? What's it coming at over it, there? It's probably a little bitter. Um, Six point five percent was the alcohol, and I didn't see the IBUs. But maybe I can get that pulled up real quick if you can. Uh, just well, guess. I mean, you you've drank it. Just throw it out there. What do you think it is? Probably, I'll look it up. We're probably somewhere in the sixties. Um, get that going, man. Extra what? Extra pale ale. Yeah. Um, 40. So wow. I missed that. Now, that, 40. that's probably something that had to do. The only reason why I kind of went that high was I did watch a review before we started, and this guy was talking about how um, how much he really enjoyed, like, kind of the hops and things like that. And I, I thought we were going to get a little bit more of a hoppy flavor, which is it's there, but the extra part of the pale ale. Um, process is a little different and i bet that has something to do why it's not as bitter so probably kills a little bit of that yeah well uh cool news over here little uh geek action on hopped on sports we've got a second screen up now and it's vertical so we can both see what i'm looking at and uh are you excited about that at all it's not i mean it's kind of nice i can look right out right at the screen and see exactly what you're i don't have to explain to you what i'm looking at or turn the computer screen anymore um but I suppose we should get into some college football. Probably so. Do we do we want to 
let's touch on last week before we advance to this week. This segment's going to take a little while, so if you don't want to hear about college football, just fast forward. <laughs> no, so yeah, absolutely. Like I said, we did have intentions of dropping a new episode. We both went down to Norman, Oklahoma this past weekend to watch OU play TCU and that kind of changed things a little bit. We had had some plans to record in the car on the way down there, and I believe you and I both just kind of got talking and focused on uh, other things. And Well, we had a big weekend to look forward to, and I'm going to be honest. Well, let's say this. We did on the way out of town encounter some traffic. We encountered some issues, and then I encountered some food. And I like you guys and all, but, man, when it's me and some food, that food's got to go down before the podcast <laughs> begins. Uh but no, it just I, I've I don't know. It's tough because we both wanted to do the podcast, but we felt like it was actually going to be best to save it for today. So that's what we did, and we're going to recap, smash it all into one, and then we'll see you guys again. Uh, we're going to take a week and a half off, and let's see what date we'll be back. I think it's like the eighth or ninth. What what do you know what it is, Preston? Uh, I can tell you. Give me one second. It will be takes my calendar a second here um it's going the fifth to be the ninth okay all the yep. way okay so yeah yep. we'll be we'll yep. be because i'll be in california i mean there's a possibility that we might record a call um so if we're going to do that we'll let you guys know but i don't like neither of us really care to when we're traveling uh, make plans yeah to do a podcast I, we we love this but it is also nice to have a break i would like to at some point just because you being the OSU guy, me being the OU guy, would like to try to get some type of recap yeah. in there, whether it's us just sending in a quick video or something like that for the yeah, fans. Yeah, that's a good idea. Just because it is, I mean, it's the biggest game of the year, quote-unquote, for you know at least the podcast. You know, So it is important, and we are going to focus a lot on that tonight. But, yeah, let's, let's first recap um, this past weekend. Steven, it was your first OU game, and, you know, 18 years. 18 years, whatever it might have been. Wow, 15, I've 18 years. I've lived an adult whatever. life since I've been back there. That's nuts. That's crazy. What What do you think, man? Um, I, I got it. Do you want me to start with the positive or the negative? You can hit me with whatever. All right. The negative is just the compression of the stadium was just horrendous. I mean, I I've been to a lot of stadiums, and I've I've literally I've never felt so claustrophobic. Um, not not everywhere. But, you know, in the end zones and, like, the turns of the end zones, there was so much space, like, a lot of walking room. And then in the middle section, like, connecting the lower bowl to the mid bowl, like, between row, I don't know, 25 and 26 is the walkway. And it was it was literally, uh, I, I would say, I would say two and a half feet, maybe three feet wide. For two for two people, like as a two lane road, I mean, it, it to me it just did not make any sense at all whatsoever. No, um, I, I know what you're saying. Uh, it does have a little bit of feel like that, and I, yeah, they could do better. There's no there's no getting two people walking by at the same time while the people at their seats are standing up or sitting down. Um, I would have just absolutely hated myself if I bought a ticket on that aisle. 
Um, you just would have been dealing with people the whole time. But that's really, I mean, I do have to say that's probably one of the only negatives I have. Um, as far as ease of getting into the stadium, ease of leaving, ease of leaving, everything was uh, was easy, I guess, if you will. Um, I was very impressed on the exit. We saw the entrance of the stadium. That is a very, very nice um, front of the stadium. I mean, it, when you go to Oklahoma State, you just – it's a nice stadium there, and it looks nice from the inside, and Gallagher is cool. Looking out of Gallagher at the stadium is actually one of my favorite parts about that Oklahoma State Stadium. But, I mean, when you face up Oklahoma's Oklahoma University football stadium and you look at the front of it, it is one sight to be seen. It looks like a castle. It really does. They've done a, a fantastic job in the last few years getting all that going, and yeah, just a great environment, a great scenery for anyone coming in to see. Wow, this is this is the palace on the uh, on the prairie, you know. So very cool. Um, I'm glad you enjoyed that because I I always think that is a really cool um, thing that stands out about what makes yeah. OU a little different, just because it's so unique. Right. Uh, and the way it looks yeah. and all that. but And, you know, we had great seats. We really did. We were 30 rows up on the 50-yard line. Exactly, and, on the 50-yard line, and, yeah. And we were in seat Shout 18. out Mr. Langholtz. Yeah, thank you so much. We were um, seat 18 and 19, which was cool. We were on the end of the aisle. The problem, we were at the end of the aisle, but there was no alley at our seats. So we had to walk 19... <laughs> We had to walk 19 seats to get to our seat, and uh, I mean, you're just no leg room. Like you're getting real intimate with the person that you're passing. Um, and then we were sitting like on one of those concrete walls where the uh, where the tunnel goes down. So I mean, it, everything was just a little tight. And I'm a bigger guy, but I just felt like even my shorter friends wouldn't have liked the crampness of that. Um, I don't know. You were lucky because you were able to lean up against the wall and kind of had that I, extra like room. But the I guy beside give, me, yeah, I tried to give you extra space. You That's did. why I kind of leaned on the the barrier right you there. Did, but, but man, the guy beside me was cramping my space. <laughs> it really was. Well, I, I'm just happy that I didn't break the seal because if I had broken the seal, uh, it could have been a long night. Because yeah, once you were packed in there, you were packed in there. Yeah, I mean, you weren't you, getting you, out until halftime. You time. weren't getting out until yeah. You're gonna either make inconvenience everyone in your section or yeah you're going to wait till halftime and that's what we end up doing is wait until halftime and then walked around a little bit yeah but that was a cool stadium um i I did enjoy it i would i would go back um i would probably i actually would probably look at the seating chart a little bit um before i bought tickets again but um I, I, I will say I would sit in those seats again because the experience of the game. I mean, you're just in the perfect spot. It's but, a perfect spot. Um, one thing that I would say is that I was not aware of the throwing the ball out of the stadium. <laughs> I mean, I used to be an OU fan, right? I yeah. mean, I was little. I was I was probably an OU fan until I was eight years old. Um, but I don't. I don't recall that. When did that start? Do you know the story I mean, behind that? As far as I know, it's as long as I've lived. So I don't know how long it goes back. So when TCU scores, they kick the extra point, And the fan that catches the ball, you turn and you throw it up the stadium. And, and you, you just you throw toss, it out the yeah, back. Well, you keep tossing it, yeah. People you, keep people catching just it. People keep going. You're tossing the ball. And the idea is, yeah, you're literally going to throw the, uh, the away team's 
ball out of the stadium and yeah it's, like i said as long as i've you know been alive i know that that's been the tradition and that it's always great because that the crowd you know continues to build in anticipation as the ball gets further and further up the crowd and then all of a sudden it gets tossed out and everyone just <sighs> goes crazy so yeah yeah great great little tradition there well that's cool so how did last week go on our on our selections who uh who won if well, we would have already discussed the Baylor. That's what I'm saying. We didn't do our Week 12 um, picks. I know. Oh. Yeah. That's what you. I'm saying. So, so we it, slacked that hard on you guys. It was so bad. It sorry was, it about was a that. Big-time slack job big, on us. But big lapse in our ability to be professional podcasters. But we're here. We missed one week of picks, and uh, we're going to make another week of picks. So yeah. Biggest games that we were going to talk about, obviously the OUTCU game. Yeah game itself end up being really competitive due to the fact that OU was up 21-0 and then um, TCU went 24 to 7 unanswered. Did TCU go 21 and 4 unanswered or did OU let them? It definitely let them. Um, Jalen Hurts throws a pick six ends up fumbling going right before he gets into the end zone. Let's just say if there was such thing as a pick 12, that would have been as close to it as it can get. Yeah. Because that was a rough, rough uh, turnaround for OU. They were about to put the ball in the end zone. Absolutely. And then all of a sudden it's six for TCU. What's so crazy, and I heard this on the radio today, and it just makes so much sense, is that if you look at the last few years, the quarterbacks OU's had, the teams they've had, they didn't turn the ball over. They took care of the ball. They didn't force a lot of turnovers, which we're not doing that this year either, but we didn't turn the ball over. This year, you've got receivers fumbling. You've got running backs fumbling. Your quarterback has literally gone back-to-back games with fumbles and interceptions. There's just a lot of ugly, ugly football right now that's going on with the University of Oklahoma. However, the defense, the thing that everyone likes to rag on OU about, has been the very thing that's won three straight games. Three straight games, the defense showed up when the offense struggled and end up winning the game for them. Yeah. So, it, it you know, it, it's a full-team game, man. It really is. And, you know, defense has bailed them out late uh, recently, and there was no difference there on Saturday because after OU um, got rid of – or was it the fumble? Let's see here. TCU had one one last opportunity uh, to drive down the field, and OU ends up intercepting the ball and being able to convert a first down to win the game, which is somewhat controversial. There's a little bit of controversy there, not the kind of really killed the the mojo of the game, but was a was a lot of fun, man. Just because, like I said, it's three straight games. It's been an absolute nail biter. If you're an OU fan, you know you should probably go in and get your heart checked after the, the last three weeks we've been through. so, it, it, But, man, it's November football, man. All you got to do is win. Yeah. What do they call it? Championship November? Championship November. Yeah. Yes, sir. Well, um, fun weekend. Had a good time. We'll go back. Uh, I think it'd be fun to go back to Bedlam there next year. It just seems like a fun atmosphere, but we've talked about this enough. Um, Oklahoma State, they pulled it out. Uh, don't want to spend too much time on this. Uh you're looking at a, a gimpy Oklahoma State team going into Bedlam, and I, I don't know. It'll be fun to watch this game because the new guy seems like he might be decent. Um, 
Spencer Sanders is out with the finger issue for the year. We've lost uh, our, our starting wide receiver, but we still have Chuba Hubbard, which Chuba Hubbard, as we all know, could go out and beat OU by himself. So it'll be interesting to see. I mean, if, if you can get the ball in the hands of Chuba and get him a hole or two, that's two touchdowns right there as it is. So um, I, I personally think OSU's defense is a little bit better than OU's defense. Uh, I think that they're definitely better at getting turnovers. Um, but the, uh, offensively right now, I, I don't know. I think our running game is just slightly stronger because of Chuba. But receiving core is better with OU, and the quarterback is definitely better. So it's going to be an offense versus a half offense and a half defense. Yeah. <laughs> you know, But OU's defense just really they, – they, they seem to get worn out real quick, um, for one. And two – things just seem to get very timid for OU. They just, throughout the course of the game, OU seems to get more and more timid, almost like they're scared. Like once they got up 21-0 against TCU, all of a sudden they started playing scared football, and then look how it worked for them. They did the same thing a couple other times. Um, So, I don't know. Oklahoma State's normally a second-half team. It's going to be a fun game to watch. Oklahoma State beat a West Virginia team that was playing really their best uh, football of the year so it, it i think that was a strong move by osu going on the road beating a west virginia team who had a lot of momentum going and I, you know I, I think that is a great win because you proved you could win with you know another quarterback here You're, they're still running the football you know doing what they do and playing really good defense i think that's the biggest right. thing here with ou struggling taking care of the ball and osu being a being a team that can take the ball away and just been playing great defense overall it's going to be more of an interesting game than i think a lot of people um a lot of people yeah are giving it credit for uh but we, we can get to that in just a second because I, I did have a little bit more i wanted to talk about bedlam because i actually will be going down to stillwater um so we'll talk about that but uh penn state ohio state was the other big game of the weekend and a lot of people believed ohio state was going to just blow penn state out wasn't going to be very competitive however penn state really did hang around in there um you and i were tailgating so we didn't get to watch a lot of this game but justin fields ended up taking care of it they he played really well a couple touchdowns yeah uh, Dobbins, uh, running back for Ohio State, really had a good game. 157 yards, two touchdowns. This Ohio State team, man, do, do you – I know you're – I should say that. I already know you're really big on this team. Do you think that – Nobody's beating LSU this year. You th- so, okay. You're, no. you're still stuck on I, LSU. I was, I was – okay. If I go by what I said a couple weeks ago, maybe a month and a half ago, that <sighs> – I, I was talking about Ohio State. At the very beginning of the year, mm-hmm. I was talking a lot about Wisconsin and Auburn. Very shortly after, I mean, within two weeks of the beginning of the season, I started talking about Ohio State and LSU because it takes a minute to figure things out. I mean, it does. And once you saw them play, even though they played some eh teams, you talk about, whoa. And then, uh, I don't know, man. I just it, I think it's honestly the, the best possibility we could have would be Ohio State, LSU, and the national championship. I think that everybody and their mom would be watching that game if they knew anything about football because it's going to be smash mouth. It's going to be down to the wire. 
Um, it, it just both teams are so good in so many different ways. But I just haven't seen LSU shrug a shoulder. They haven't let anything bug them yet, except Arkansas at the beginning of that Arkansas game yesterday. The first three minutes. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm telling you, like seriously though. I mean that that's that's the minuscule thing that's bugged them all season long was just a little bit of Arkansas. I mean, then and Arkansas I, I, is awful. Let me speak up for Texas for a second because yes. te- Texas and LSU, I mean, they kind of had, had a little bit of a game there. At the, there were times where you're like, wow, Texas could actually end up doing this, but right. I, I know what you're getting at. But LSU, LSU never definitely felt, felt, yeah, they've they always kind of felt like they're the team. Right. Like, LSU was looking forward that whole Texas game. It really felt like LSU had the momentum. I never felt like Texas had the upper hand. And that's early in the season, man. You're still figuring everything out. LSU's got it figured out now. They've got it. And I just don't see them not making the national championship. I mean, they've already beaten Bama. You know, what what other test do you need? I mean, beating Bama with Tua... Um, not saying they're the best, but they're they're a very good test. Uh, yeah, that definitely says something about your team if you yeah. go out and beat them. And, and they're playing in the SEC. We'll see what happens because they're going to make the SEC conference uh, finals game. And um, yeah, we've got what, Georgia I, I, LSU me, for that. Let me tell you what would just be absolutely nuts if LSU somehow loses that game and goes into the tournament ranked four, and they have to play out and they have to play Ohio State first. Poor Ohio State. <laughs> Poor Ohio State and poor LSU because that, I mean, I don't know. Wouldn't that be an interesting scenario? Because we talked about this earlier. If LSU if LSU loses their SEC championship game to who would they play, Georgia? They're going to play Georgia. So if yeah. they lose to Georgia, which I don't see happening because Fromm and Georgia themselves have just been too up and down for me to um, give the go. But if they if they go to four, what a blunder. I mean, that would just suck. Well, it would suck for everybody except LSU. Like, they've proven that they deserve a spot, right? I think so. So even if they lose, do they still get in? I think they should personally, because that game is just a—it's like a consolation game, in my opinion. I know it—I know it matters now, but it's a—that's a tough one. It Win- is. Yeah, winner of the SEC gets in. That no matter what, winner of the SEC gets in. Right. So that puts Georgia that like, put oh, Georgia wow, we in. can play and we can get in this. I mean, they got the one loss, not a good loss, but they they'd have the one loss and then could beat the number one team in the nation. Yeah, they're getting in. LSU to be left out I think would be just crazy just because of the body of work that LSU has put in this year. So I don't see that. I, I, literally, that, that kills the Pac-12, that kills the Big 12 if – Georgia ends up winning that game, so it, it's pretty safe to say for the rest of the year I'm a go Tigers. So if you have if you have that scenario happen like you just talked about, Georgia gets in. What if LSU still gets in? Then you've got three one loss SEC teams in the top four. They're going to be some fun. If who? If Georgia, Alabama, LSU all find a way in. Oh, that that won't happen. I know it won't. Alabama's not getting in. I'm telling Alabama's you right now. A, no matter what, done. they're done. And it's not just because they've got the one loss. I mean, look at their one loss, LSU. Right. That, that's not a bad one loss. Right. Tua going down, that eliminates them. 
No, I disagree. That no. can't be a factor. No, it is. They've it already the 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 committee's already said that injuries is a factor in well, whether they put you in or not. That um that almost turns me into a fan of the NBA more than NCAA football. That's crazy. You can't do that. It's by who's the best team. That's it, crazy. It, they don't know. They don't know. Look what Tua did. Tua came in as a backup quarterback and won a national championship. So don't give me that. Different. Not different. Different, though. When you're trying to select the best four teams at that very time, that very second, you can't say, well, that backup might be good. you got to go, who is the best team right then and there? And to say Alabama is without Tua, I just, I don't, I mean. Okay, so look at it from a a Preston-style point of view. What if OU's undefeated going into into the Final Four and then they're, their quarterback gets hurt in the in the Bedlam game or the Big 12 championship Undefeated game. is no, different. No, you can't say no, it's different. Un- no, it's not different. different at all. It is 100% No, because different. they still have to have the decision. Undefeated, They're still deciding if you're getting in or not. Undefeated will always trump everything, especially in, the bit, uh, in a Power 5 conference. Okay, so you're a one-loss team and everybody else is a two-loss team. It's Then you have a talk. I mean, there's there's talk about that. I, I could have that debate. The injury should not play into effect at all, definitely in should, my opinion. I, I mean, it makes sense that it should, but it's not fair. It's it, not fair. You're looking at a group of guys that work their butts off all year. If look, they're undefeated. If LSU's quarterback goes down, but they're still undefeated. But they're not undefeated. That's my point. Is Alabama's already lost with Tua. So I now, understand. You're, now you're trying to say, let's put Alabama in to the playoff where there's only four teams without their quarterback. I, I just don't know you can do that. I mean, if they're in the top four, it doesn't. It shouldn't matter. They've got there. I don't know. I, I get the argument, but it, it, let me just say this last thing. OU, if they win, you know, beat OSU, win the Big Twelve championship, but lose Jalen Hurts in the Big Twelve ch- championship, and, and um, he's out for the rest of the year, and then Utah ends up beating Oregon, I'm putting Utah in over OU all day. Every day. I don't care about the name. I don't care about anything like that. They'd be undefeated or they'd be a one loss? One loss. OU's a one loss, but Utah just won with you know their full team, and then OU just lost their starting quarterback who, it, quite frankly, if, <laughs> if Jalen Hurts goes down, OU is screwed. So uh, OU's screwed in two weeks? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. I mean, essentially. He, he gone. It could be. So... That's what I'm saying. Is just it. It. I get why it plays a factor. I don't. I don't think it should play the biggest factor, but it's got to play a role. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that discretion should not be too much. I mean, there's the visual, right? That is a thing. There is the visual factor, but man, if if you don't know, you, I'm never going to agree with this argument because Tua came in as a backup and won a national championship and got a starting spot out of it. So. I mean, he play, and he played. Jalen was God. Jalen was God in Alabama. He was big. And when Tua came in, he showed him who God was. The, the thing about Tua is, we're talking about a guy who's going to be a future number one pick, a guy who is absolutely. You think? Just a stu- oh yeah, I think he's going number one. I don't. I, de- I, Since, I, I, I don't think, think, think he will. This. I don't think he will. Cincinnati is going to be number one. Yeah. They need a quarterback. Right. Why would you not take? Who Who Tua? else would be available? I mean, George, or, uh, Joe Burrows is yeah, going to be available. I would probably but, take Burrows. But I'm telling you right now, Burrows has proved nothing. This is his Here. one year in a system that he's obviously just killing it. Here's the thing, though, man, because I, I really like Tua. I think he's 
I think he's one of the best. I really do. I'd probably take Trevor Lawrence over to a, and I know that he's had a struggle oh, fest. Right, but we do but, have one more year, Trevor. Remember, he's a sophomore. Yeah, but here's oh, I'm I'm okay. Either way, shout out Steve for calling us out on that for the third time. <laughs> so here's the thing, though. He, Tua's going down left and right. I mean, just look at it like Injury the Sam Bradford. Yeah, Absolutely. I mean, you're you're investing in this person. I mean, you, when you go to buy a car, would you rather buy a buy a new car? Or would you rather buy a car that's got 120,000 miles and it's got, you know, a couple defects? I mean, I think that's a serious thing that these teams take into consideration. I, I Kyler s- Murray yeah. comes out of college unscathed. No issues. Baker, little bit of issues, but he's worked out. Um, Sam Bradford was just an absolute train wreck because he never had an offensive line. He got hurt in college, and then it, yeah, everything just compounded. And I think Sam Bradford is almost like a, a statement as to why these teams are going to be careful with who they pick in the future. I, I, Tua is going to be a great addition to any team. He's good enough to start, but for the longevity of the program, you just got to be careful because, I mean, he goes down with the injury the other day that I don't think anybody's ever even seen. Well, the problem was they had seen something like it, and it was <clears throat> it was uh, an injury that ended a, a career of right. Bo Jackson. Right, so exactly. That was the scary thing. Was so does Tua come back now? I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it's a debate. I, I I get the debate, but I think if he comes back and shows that he is healthy and he can, you know, it's not going to be something that lingers. I, I don't see Tua not going number one. So. Um, It'll be interesting to watch. Absolutely. You know, the the whole playoff talk that we've had so far, the only reason why things have gotten a little exciting is because while we were at the game, the OU game, Arizona State knocked off number six Oregon. I thought Oregon had a cakewalk going into this. thought they were going to knock off Arizona State, win the Pac-12 championship, and they were going to be the fourth team in. And be like, cool, Oregon gets in, gets to play LSU, gets knocked out. There we go, move on. No, Oregon gets knocked off this week, and instantly that opens up the door for a one-loss Alabama, for a one-loss Oklahoma team. There, It's a it's a debate now, man. It really is. So it, it's, it's going to be interesting. I don't see how OU gets left out if they went out. I don't see... Uh, any scenario except if Georgia beats LSU, then I it's it's hard for me to argue. So yeah, all right. Well, uh, yeah, that's a lot to take in. That's a uh, that's a lot to take in. But anyways, we got a little bit to talk in the in the sense of picks. We've got a big weekend coming up. Bedlam, like we've talked about, some other good games, but. Let's get to it. Let's just start with Bedlam first because I do have things to say about this game. And, and guys, keep in mind, when we do these picks, we're doing this, like, this is the earliest we've done it. So, we're doing this on a Monday. The game's not till Saturday. The spread is going to change before the game, okay? But we're doing the spread based off of today's spread. Typically, we're doing these on Thursdays. We're going to fire this one off on a Monday. And uh, that's just how it goes. Yep. So. Well, I'll let you. Uh, I'll let you pick first here. Okay. Uh, OU at favored. OSU. Can I guess? I don't know the spread. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna guess that OU is favored by five and a half points. You would be very mistaken. Okay. 
13 and a half. 13 and a half. Okay. I'm not even going to think about it. I'm taking Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State in the yeah. I'm. I mean, 13 and a half. Yeah. That's big for Bedlam. That's freaking... As bad as OU is at covering. Okay. here And here's one of my big things about this. We're in Stillwater. Yeah, we've got a new quarterback. Yeah, we're down a star receiver. Okay. Chuba does magic. Okay, I'm not going to take that away from him. Our special teams, you might get five yards on a punt return. Okay, that's, a, that's the best you're going to get. OSU beat Baylor. Oh, I'm sorry. OSU beat TCU is what I meant to say. OSU beat Kansas State. Those are seemingly the two biggest problem childs that OU had this year. So, Iowa State. Yes, but, I mean, you're looking at a barely win. What, what, is, what is Iowa State? Okay, OSU, o, OSU beat Iowa State. What did OU lose to Iowa State by? One. One point. Okay, that's right. Oh, the two-point conversion, yeah. was it? Yeah. So, but Oklahoma, okay, good point. Oklahoma State beat them, too. So, I mean, there's three. The three the three biggest seeming problem childs though you had, OSU beat them. Granted, that was with a different quarterback, and most of it was with plus a good receiver. But OSU's defense is ready, and I, I'm, I'm projecting three turnovers against OU, and I, I just, I don't know, man. I'm not going to come out and say Oklahoma State's going to win, but 13 and a half freaking points, that's almost insulting. It's a lot. 13 and a half's a lot. But I mean, when I, you look at the record, that, I'm not trying to cut you off. When you look at OSU's record, what is it? Um, let's just let's pull this up. Okay, they're not going to give me the record. We're a four-loss team. Is that right? OU's a one-loss. So if you look at the spread and sense of that and you don't know anything about either situation, I would agree. But you're playing at Boone Pickens Stadium. You're playing against a team that I wouldn't say is hot. But they are. They're a little dangerous. I'll give it to them. Yeah. I mean, you barely beat West Virginia. West Virginia is not great right now. No, but like but, I said, they are playing their best football right now. So, but, but dude, you're talking. Okay, Oklahoma State won a couple games that I thought they were going to lose. I mean, they they beat Iowa State, they beat uh, TCU, and they beat Kansas State. Just like I said earlier, and and really, they only almost beat Kansas. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I just I think that that's a big spread, especially since OU's not good at covering. Yeah. No, it's a lot of points, man. So you're going OSU. Yeah, and I don't think we're gonna win, but thirteen and a half, man. It's a lot. It's a lot. Here, here's the thing. I, I will say this: if Oklahoma State gets more than three turnovers, I think we win that game. If we get three or less, we're gonna lose by less than thirteen and a half points. I just that's how I'm that's how I'm seeing it. Four or more turnovers. I, I almost want to even say three or more, but I'll, I'll say four or more turnovers and we win that game. If if OU turns the ball over four times, I'm not going to make the next podcast. Do you, do you not think that's a – seriously, do you not think that's a possibility? I mean, you should lose every game if you turn the ball over four times. Yeah, but, man, it is, is – Especially a rivalry game. I see it as a I see it as a, po- a high possibility for OU to have three turnovers in this game. There's no reason for me to believe that they're not going to turn the ball over at least once, just because of, I mean, history the last few weeks. But at the same time, I I think Jalen's gonna. I mean, he's been in big games. He understands what this is. I think he makes a mistake, maybe two. So I, I'm looking at maybe two turnovers. 
I, I believe maybe OU actually ends up forcing one. So that losing the turnover battle maybe 2-1 to yeah. one is going to keep this game a little closer. And for that very reason, I am going to also take OSU in the points. I want to know what the odds are. Um, I want to know what the odds are on Jalen having a fumble in this game. Like if you could, if you could place a bet, I'm yeah. sure. I'm and sure I'm you sure can you put a bet on almost anything. But yeah. I wonder what the odds would be on that. I, I would. I. I mean, they'd be like, okay, if you give me a dollar and Jalen, uh, if you give me a dollar and bet that Jalen's gonna fumble and he fumbles, we'll give you eighty cents back. Because <laughs> it's almost like you know he's going to fumble at least once a game, you know? But see, we didn't really know that till recent. No, it's I just know, it's like out so of nowhere weird. it just kind of happened. And it's like he's gotten too confident with his running. I, I personally feel like um, maybe he's gotten a vibe of, oh, I'm not getting hit quite as hard in the Big 12 as I was in the SEC. Now that's interesting. So I'm just going to run a little bit different and a little more aggressive. You know, the fumble this past weekend, he said he, he didn't know the guy was there. He said, I thought I was walking into the end zone, essentially. Which He I'm, actually had no idea. No, he had no idea the guy well, was going to be there. I mean, props to the guy that got it. I don't know who it was, but I yeah. told you, we, we were at the game, I said, I think that's TCU's ball. You did. And at full speed, that was really hard to see what happened. But, you, I mean, you just all of a sudden see Jalen's running, and then the ball's gone. Like, yep. not in his hand. I, I've seen something like that happen a couple times, one of which was Robert Meacham. <laughs> a ball, <laughs> this was one of the craziest plays I've seen. A ball got intercepted, and the I think it was a cornerback or a safety starts running the other way, and all of a sudden Robert Meacham just grabs the ball back from him. So it's an interception turned a into fumble. a not technically a fumble no, it was you, more of just a right, takeaway if you rip it away it's considered yeah, a fumble uh, right. yeah, I mean, I that's nuts wow. just just rip the ball out of his hands I'm going to try to find that play and show you here later but um, that I, re- I specifically remember watching that wow anyways so ultimately you think OSU covers uh, or in, in the points yeah, on this one I think it's fair but, to say that but you don't think they're going to win I already told you my stipulation on if we're going to win or not. All right, so as long as that happens, and, they win. And okay. I'll, I'll, okay. I'll say this, too. I'll say this. Four turnovers, OSU wins. Three turnovers and a missed field goal, OSU wins. Interesting. That, those are. I think that's the only way it can happen. Or four more touchdowns for Chuba Hubbard, I think. <laughs> I think okay. those are my three stipulations, and I, and I don't I don't think that either of those are too just obvious in your face. Well, duh, if that happens, you know, if if Chuba comes out and has a humongous game, that's, you know, I mean that's going to be hard to hard to stop. I I wouldn't doubt that he could have a game of two hundred yards or more rushing. I mean that's a big big game, but right. he knows it's a big big game, and he also knows that if he doesn't put the team on his back, that realistically they're probably they're probably screwed. Backup quarterback, your number one receiver's out. If you had to, th- <coughs> if you had to throw a hundred dollars on a on a bet right now of what the score was going to be, what would it be? Over under? No, just score. Just you had to give me a score. Well, yeah, but I mean, are you saying like add the two scores together on the total for the game? Oh no, 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 not the not the over. Uh, just give me. First of all, I would never put a hundred dollars on picking a score because the odds of being right are so slim. No, I'm just saying you have to bet. To, I don't want you to say OU OSU, I, but I want I want to get your score. So give me a score. A score, um, I would say 
OU38. Oh, man. Why you gotta do this to me? Um, yeah, I'll, I'll say OU, OU31, Oklahoma State, 34. If I actually had to bet, I think that that would be... I think that would be my bet. thinking they're going to get four turnovers. Okay. Uh, I would like, very similar to what you just have there, but uh, 30, I'm going to say 38-24 OU. Wait, 38-24? Mm-hmm. Okay, let me, let me think. 31 to 34, so that would mean yeah, Oklahoma cover. State would get. No, yeah, I understand, but that would mean four touchdowns and two field goals. I wanted to make sure my math was right on that. Yeah. So, all right. Five touchdowns and a field goal. Four touchdowns and two field goals. Oh, that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Interesting. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, we're going to have to watch. Did you write those down? Yeah, I got okay, them Okay, cool. Um, great. So, well, I would never put $100 on that, by the way. Someone gave you $100, you did it. So, it doesn't matter. Okay. So you're well, playing with house money. I'm about to be rich. <laughs> I had to throw this game on here because it is the only college football game that we will be able to enjoy on Thanksgiving, and that was the Ole Miss-Mississippi State game. And, yes, I will be watching this because I care about college football that much. Yeah. Mississippi State, three-point favorite. I am going to go... Ole Miss on this one. Watch this play. So Drew Brees backs up. He throws the ball. It gets it gets intercepted. Guy picks up. He starts running. Out of no, out of nowhere, <laughs> Meacham just rips the ball out of his hand and goes for a touchdown. Look how much time's left too. I know it was one of. The, I mean, the second quarter, but it was just one of the most. Yeah, what the heck second, just happened? Second quarter with 27 seconds left. So almost halftime. Yeah, I know. Wow, I mean, you're just That's heartbroken if yeah. you're the Giants. I mean, the Redskins. Sorry. Anyway, Ole Miss, Mississippi State, three points. Uh, Mississippi State favored. I'm going Ole Miss. <sighs> give me, give me the, give me the rundown. Give me the spread. Three points. Three points, Mississippi State. Let me just honestly don't know much about either team. I'm kind of winging this one. Mississippi State is at home, so you'd probably give them a little bit of an advantage here. But who'd you go with, Ole Miss? I went with Ole Miss. Yeah, it's tough because I don't think Mississippi State's really done, um, in my opinion, anything too crazy this year. But they they did only get beat by twenty three to LSU, which, quite frankly, in my opinion, is a is a good loss. But they lost to A and M. They got walloped by Alabama. Um, they let Arkansas score twenty four points. That might be the most Arkansas has scored in two years. So um, I don't know. Ole Miss is, I would I would say, consistently a more scary team over the years. But even Ole Miss let Arkansas score 17. So, I mean, I, I don't know. I just don't know. They did put up a lot of points against LSU, though. So, I think because of that LSU game, and that LSU game was just recent. So, um, I'm probably going to go Ole Miss. Ole Miss. Yeah, if you can put 37 up against LSU and then they only beat you by uh they only beat you by like 
I don't want to do the math. <laughs> 21. Got you. Uh, next, I had Cincinnati, Memphis. Memphis, 11-point favorite. What, what? Why are we doing that? These are top 20 games, man. Cincinnati, Memphis. We don't They're know both anything 10 and about, We don't know anything about either team, though. Both are 10 and 1. Have you watched a Cincinnati game? I have. Have you watched a Memphis game? I have. Okay, I've watched one of each, too. That's all I know. <laughs> Just because, I mean, they play with TU, so we've both seen at least some of that. Both teams are having good years. Both teams are ranked in the top 20. What more do you want? I want something better. <laughs> We've got more. I mean, We've got more coming. Yeah. It, I mean, the best thing about it, it's on ABC, I guess, for them. It's a Friday Friday game, so everyone, you know, is freaking stuffed as uh, can be from all the Thanksgiving stuffing and turkey yeah. that they ate, and they're going to sit down and watch a football game. This is a pretty good game to watch. I mean, you just look at both their schedules, and you go, okay, um, let's see who they played and how we can rank them and uh oh wow nobody's played anybody so i mean i don't know based off what i'm seeing i just thought these teams were pretty evenly matched and memphis is an 11 point favorite i was like man it's a lot of points for a team that you feel like is pretty evenly matched 11 points man i was about to say cincinnati until i heard 11 i mean i was about to say memphis you said memphis is 11 point favorite yep that's what I was I was looking at this going, yeah, I'll do Memphis. Um, but I, f- I feel like it's for good reason, though. I, I do. As, as little as I know about either team, as I look at the scores and I recall some plays and some stuff that I've seen throughout the year, I, I don't want to say Memphis is the real deal. But I just don't. I just don't think Cincinnati's got it. So I'm, I'm going to go Memphis to cover a lot of points there um but i like it too i think memphis is the better team here end up getting the dub ohio state michigan man hate week two teams that just absolutely cannot stand each other so the spread is what matters here and of course the spread is what matters it, tell me it's not 21 no no i, I would be what at some of the spreads i've seen with ohio state this year it wouldn't surprise me but eight points uh, yeah, I'll take Ohio State. Man, I like to think Michigan can get in there and you know make something happen, but there's just nothing there, nothing there that makes me go. Ohio State can uh, can lose this game and or even be within a it, it, a, a one score game. It is in Michigan. Yeah, uh, and that's a nasty state. I mean, that's a hundred thousand. I mean, yeah, they're gonna be ready to go. There's no doubt about that. But man. Michigan's offense is just so garbage. It is so hard to watch. You remember watching that Army? Was it Army-Michigan that we watched earlier this year? Yeah. That was just, that was one of the first games we watched. Yeah, it was the second game of the year. Goes into overtime, and you're thinking, really, Michigan? Really? But, I mean, you look at them now, and it's like, okay. I mean, who have you played, though, is, is my problem. They've... Yeah, they've played Penn State, but they lost. They're still number ten. Is that what's cra- is that crazy to you? Or they what? weren't until this week. I know. Of course, they jumped the committee, up big. Committee gets them in there at the top ten to make this an interesting game. So. Right. Yeah. Surprise. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'll I'll go I'll go Ohio State because Michigan's not a true ten at all. No, I'm going I'm going Ohio State too. Well, this so. is just fun, isn't it? Hey, it 
idea is to be different, but at the same time, no, not necessarily. We're, just, we're being smart. The idea is to make these picks the way that we think they're going to happen. Yeah. So, Alabama, Auburn, at Auburn, two is gone. Auburn has played well all year. This biggest game that Knicks is going to be playing in for the year. And uh, man, <laughs> I like to think that Georgia is going to get in there and make some just big, big plays on defense. Georgia, where do they come into play? I say Georgia? Yeah. No. Yeah. No. 100% said Georgia. Alabama, Auburn. I'm pretty sure I said no, that. No, you said Alabama, Auburn, but then you said, I want to know how Georgia's going to. Did I? Yes. Uh, really? Absolutely, guys. Harass him, please. Okay. I want to know how Alabama plays without Tua in a hostile environment like Auburn's about to be. Nick's has been in some big games this year. This is his big time to shine. Alabama's a four-point favorite here. So kind of interesting in, in Why? the point. Why aspect. do they have to do that? Just I don't know what's going to happen without Tua. Right. I well, don't know I mean, they played happen. pretty. I mean, obviously, they played a high school football team last week, so well, it, you, okay, it's hard to tell who, wh- what kind of team Alabama is after that. You know, when they played Arkansas with without Tua, they just they train wrecked them. I mean, they just absolutely train wrecked them. But four points is that not is that not tough? Because I was gonna say Auburn if it was like ten points or more, but I don't know. I don't know about anything about Alabama's offense now. And it's at Auburn. I know that Auburn at least has a good team. Yeah. I mean, they really they have a great team, but I, there are a few plays away from points, having a couple more wins. Four points. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna go Auburn. I'm gonna go Bama. I'm gonna go Bama. I'm not. Wanna, I'm not happy about it. I don't want to take Auburn. You know how big I've been on Auburn all year. Yeah, I've really been, and I think this is their. I mean, this is their shot, man. We're gonna find out how good this Auburn team really is because they've got a wounded Alabama team. But Nick Saban's, I think, is going to have Alabama ready to go, saying this is our last shot to get in the playoff, guys. If you really want to make a, you know, a statement, we're gonna go out here and crush Auburn, crush you know a rival ranked team, and show the rest of the country that you you know you're you're ready to go. So. Poor Auburn has just got like, they've got four losses. You know who they're to? All very good teams. Georgia, LSU, Florida. Um, oh, maybe they've only got three losses. Three. As no, I say. no, they lost to Clemson. Oh, that was 2017. <laughs> Never mind. Does that say that? Seems like a while ago. Yeah. No. Um, should have beat Florida. Had to beat Florida. That's that's the game there. You're like you had to win that. Yeah, and then they were they were a player two away from beating Georgia. I'm telling you that game was that game was intense and they they hung with them the whole time. And I think Georgia's really good. I think Georgia has a chance of beating LSU. So that should say something about this Auburn team. So that's not a bad pick in my opinion. But that's all the games I had. Did you have your your rando game of the um, week that you want to Let's talk about something there? else for a minute and then we'll come back to it. Okay. Well, I mean, kind of just getting on back to the playoff talk here. I really, really think that obviously the next two weeks is kind of going to let everything unfold uh, by itself because teams have to play each other. But, man, the the one concern that I have for OU, OU wins out, is does the committee hold it against OU? 
because they've been there and lost in the playoff. Hasn't been able to get over that hump and actually make make it to the, the national championship, you know, win one of these games. And it's hard for me to go, yeah, they're going to they're going to be okay with OU and know it's a different OU team. When you see the same team get there over and over and lose and lose and lose, finally you're like, dude, you had your shot. You had your shot. Yeah. And I just worry about the committee, you know, thinking that way and not giving a Pac-12 team an opportunity, not giving a, another LSC or another SEC team an opportunity. I mean, I don't know, man. It, it's going to be really interesting. But like I said, I think everything will kind of play itself out. If OU wins the next two games and takes care of business and really shows that they can take, they can play at the big boys. Um, why not? Why not put OU in there? So that's kind of my little my little pitch for OU. Yeah. So I did some thinking, and um, I think that we should do the Texas Tech Texas game. Kind of surprised you didn't come out with that one, and instead we were doing Memphis Cincinnati. But I guess I'll be I the like guy. I like that spread though, man. I'm picking games on spreads. Yeah, no, you know? I, I understand. I want big games, um, but I like these spreads. This this is gonna be a fun one. Um, I'll let you pick first since I picked first the last two. But at Tech, it's uh it's at Texas. At Spread Texas. is ten point favorite to Texas. So um, noon, it's a game. It's at one two zero zero twelve o'clock noon. I mean Texas looks so bad. <laughs> Texas looks so bad losing again last week to Baylor. Um, man, Texas gets them. Texas comes back, gets this game. Yep. Tech looked pretty good last week. Didn't a lot of good things, but Texas got too many athletes. They match up too well against it, like a Tech team that isn't, in my opinion, that gifted. Um, ten well, points is right there. I wouldn't go much further past ten points, but I think Texas can cover that. I think I'm going to differ from you just slightly, and I'm going to take Tech. Um, I just don't see Texas being able to win. I just don't. I, mean, I don't see them being able to cover the spread, I should say. Ten points. Man, Tech has been playing strong. Look at a couple of their games they've had the last few weeks. Um, they just, they're playing, in my opinion right now, currently they're playing better than Texas. And yeah, you're playing at Texas, whatever. I'm, I'm with the momentum that I've seen the last couple weeks. I'm going with Tech, 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 Tech. That's not bad, man. I, I hope Tech wins. Honestly, I'd be okay with losing this if <laughs> that means Texas takes another L. So, uh, but that wraps up our picks for the week, man. I, obviously, a, a great weekend. Our last weekend of regular season college football kind of sucks. Um, it came and gone. That didn't came make any sense. Came and has gone okay came and went but whatever came and went yeah whatever uh so quickly man it really has you know i love college football this is what i um, you know look forward to all year long and just like that it's it's over man so it kind of stinks in that sense but be a great weekend i am going to still water for the bedlam game going to be tailgating hopefully make an appearance in the game we'll see but Overall, just again another great weekend of college football, and let's finish it strong. Uh, it's supposed to be some good weather too, so excited about that. Oh yeah. So, did you watch the Packers game last night? I did a little bit, a little bit. 
Okay, I think for the first time, I'm willing to say that San Francisco is a mean team. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Wait, wait, wait. <coughs> yeah. Well, what was that again? No, I mean seriously, what have they done before to prove to me to be like they're absolutely one of the best? I mean, they've looked pretty good all they've year. They've looked good. They have. I'll give them that. I have never said they have not looked good, but I'm giving them credit big time where credits due. I mean, I'll always give credit where credits due. They came out, and you're talking about Aaron Rodgers, right? I mean, he's one of the best, and and he just granted. His offensive line really hasn't helped him out a ton this year, but San Francisco was all over it. Their defense is so good. I mean, and I've watched them play. I've probably watched seven, seven, maybe eight of their games this year. So I know that they're good, right? But I just haven't been 100% sold on their ability to beat major teams, you know? You know what I mean? Yeah. So... Um, I, I really still feel like the Seahawks have a have a great chance at beating them again if I had to put money on it. I mean, the Seahawks have already done it once. I feel like they're probably going to do it again. And if they do, guess who's going number one? You know, I mean, yeah, all of a sudden you've got the Seahawks over the 49ers. And uh, I just that's just how I see it. That's how I've seen it for weeks. I think I think the Seahawks are taking this division. They're playing they're playing great football. They shut Carson Wentz down. They looked great. Packers looked like crap, but it'd be surprising, it wasn't it? I yeah. just, I did not. I it's, it, throw out who you think was going to win for a second. I would not have guessed that Aaron Rodgers and the Packers would have been uh, that. I no, mean, just not, out not of that it, man. non-existent. It was awful. It was, it awful. was bad. I'm trying to think of a nice way to say it, but yeah, it was just bad. It was bad football, and Rodgers was on his back most of the night. Yeah. <laughs> really waiting for a uh, transition there. I'm not going to say anything happy about that. I mean, yeah. the Packers oh, okay. got waxed. It was awful. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to act like I'm not a Packers fan just because we lost. Right. It just showed me the reality of what a Super Bowl hopeful looks like. And uh, this year, it just... Look, here's the deal. If the Cowboys make the playoffs and the Packers can beat the Cowboys, my year is fine. My year's complete. But... He just it it's not gonna happen. The Packers don't have the team this year. They just don't. I'm not I don't want to say it's not possible because I know who the quarterback is, but boy, if they gotta face San Francisco again, that defense, they don't let you pass. You can't pass. Okay. It it just blew me away how fast every single time somebody catches the ball, how quick somebody would be on them to make the tackle. Or Rodgers makes a throw and somehow somebody gets there and gets a hand on it before the receiver catches it. Their their speed, their mental know-how. I mean, they just – I put them – I might be saying this defense is better than Seahawks back in like 2013. Hmm. And in my opinion, that's the best defense I've seen in my lifetime. So, um I don't know. What did they call, least, what they call 13, that? Was it 13, 14? I don't know. Home of the 12th man. Who knows? They I don't call, know what they, they call called that. that defense. That I, I mean, you had Sherman. You had Wagner. You had Earl Thomas. You just had everybody. Everybody yeah. that was good was on that team. Yeah, that's interesting. Interesting. We'll, we'll have to continue to watch how the 49ers play out because I do think they're very talented as well, but I'm not 100% sold either. So um, only time will tell. But I'll tell you who's a uh, – quietly uh playing up here and making some noise and could be a team that could be a threat just because of the schedule they got left and 
Dude, that's the Browns. No, there's not a chance. Bro, they're quietly making moves here, right? Baker actually comes out and plays a good game. Look, he looked great, and so did Landry, but you know who they were playing? The, the Dolphins. Yeah, so let's just not but have that talk. But what did I just say? I said because of their schedule, they're yes, still in this thing. I understand. I do. Because you know who they have the next week? Yes, I do. A third string quarterback team the, called well, the Pittsburgh yeah, Steelers. No, they're playing the Steelers, but I feel like the Steelers beat them next week. I really do. And not because I give a crap. I don't care. Hodges, Blodges, who cares? They once they got Hodges in, they started rolling with some momentum. Okay, this guy, he likes to play. He's balling. Mason Rudolph was not. Um, I don't know if you got Juju back next week. You got a bunch of guys out there that are playing their hearts out. And really, this is going to be an emotional game. I think that the Browns are going to take a lot of stupid penalties, maybe some personal fouls. I, I just, I don't know. I, 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 the Browns have been way too up and down for me for five years straight. That I just don't. I'm not going to take one good game against the Dolphins and roll it into next week and oh, say no. they're going to play well. But I'm not going to just do for it. the sake of it. Let's say they win that game, which is very highly possible. I you mean, know who they have next after that? Statistically, it should happen. Uh, the the Bengals. The Bengals. Yeah, exactly. Right. I mean, got it, that game right. I think we're pretty go on record saying they win that game. You know who they have after that? Uh, actually, I don't. The Sooner Bowl going to be the Cardinals and Browns. Okay. You know? They're not going to win that game though. 3 and 7 Cardinals, you feel pretty confident they're going to knock off at that point would be a 7 and 6 Browns team? Probably so. Yeah, where's it at? I mean, I think it's home field makes that. At Arizona. Yeah, I think home field makes that game. And then this is the tough game here, which you're hoping at this point maybe the Ravens have already figured stuff out and don't have to go full force here because you've got the Ravens at home, which H- Who is this? This is the Browns still. Okay. And then you've got the Bengals again. Yeah. No, I mean, I mean that's a pretty you're, you're favorable fair, like, schedule. They could very, they're not going to beat the Ravens, right? Well, I that, think that's, that's fair why, to say. That, that's why I said, it, depending on what the Ravens' schedule is like, I mean, if they've already wrapped it up and they don't have to go full force the whole four quarters, you know, a lot of teams rest their guys. Week 17, week 16 could be interesting as well. Right, so. But I'd say very easily the Browns could win out with the exception of Baltimore. So yeah, yeah they they what leave themselves in a wild card position where they're yeah. gonna go get beat by the 49ers. Well, they're I mean the they're AFC, in the AFC. Sorry, yeah. I meant you you get what I'm saying. A though. big time team. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I got you. Um, the other game that I actually watched most of was the was uh, wrong game, Patriots Cowboys game. Or the 2:30 game on Fox. Really followed this pretty closely. Did you get to see any of this? Which game? The Patriots-Cowboys. Yeah, well, of course. I watch the whole thing. I don't do anything on Sundays but watch football. Unless we go golf, I'm watching football. So, Well, that's what I was doing. And, man, every time I'm, I'm thinking the Patriots are going to run away at the AFC. Hey, let's, let's, take, let's just take this into consideration real quick. That weather was just awful. It was bad. It was bad. For, for both teams. It obviously affected, yeah, both teams uh, throughout the game. But I don't like to judge teams on a hard, rainy, cold day. A 13 to 9 game. I mean, that's pretty uh, much yeah. as ugly as it gets. Yeah, I will say, um, I will say that the whole time I'm thinking, really, Patriots, really. I mean, let's just also say they're both playing in the same weather conditions. But, I mean, the Cowboys do have Zeke. No doubt, without a question in anybody's mind, the Cowboys have the better running back. And when it's rainy like that, you kind of like to run the ball. So 
I knew that there was a little bit of tension going into that game, probably for the Patriots, but the Patriots' defense is so good, and it's just in weather like that, it's it sucks. I mean, Brady, he's just not quite as incredible as he normally would be, but he's not a bad quarterback. And I, I watched that game and was just like, man, the Cowboys fought hard to the end. They were there the entire time. Absolutely. Got to give him a little pat on the back there. Tonight's game, we are recording this on Monday, November 25th. Tonight's game on Monday Night Football is Ravens-Rams at the Rams. This would have been the week for you to be in L.A. Jeez, could you imagine I going know, to this man. game? That would have been, been wow. Um, Big-time game, must-win game for the Rams. Rams must win this game. Baltimore is a three-and-a-half-point favorite. I'm assuming you're going Ravens. Oh, yeah. I'm, I mean, I don't think there's a single team I would put uh, maybe other than the 49ers against the Ravens right now. I mean, it, they're just they're playing great. I don't like them. I really don't like watching that team play. But um, I don't know. You know, next week I go to L.A. and <laughs> both teams are out of town. Yeah, like, that's rough. How stupid is that? How sucky is that? I would love to. I've still never been to an NFL game. I went. I think I watched the 49ers versus the Buccaneers in a preseason football game in Norman one year. And uh, Really? Yeah. What? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> huh. I'm pretty sure that's what the what the deal was. I don't I don't exactly remember. I think Is I remember a dream. <laughs> I think I remember Tampa Bay though. I think I, I mean I was young, dude. I was like three. I, I might have been four. I don't know. I was young. Maybe I was seven or eight, which is probably the case, but I'll look this up and we'll figure it out. All right. Well, I, I got to go to the Ravens too, man. Like I said, I think the Rams got their, their back against the wall here, but Rams offenses just look so off all year long. I've watched a lot of their games just because I have Todd Gurley on the fantasy team, and the offense just never looks quite the same. I mean, it just kind of seems like they're searching for an, an identity, and just haven't played their best football. So Ravens, they're clicking on all cylinders. Lamar Jackson, your MVP, has absolutely killed the game. I think they win this game and cover that spread. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm just not even going to try to figure out when this game was because it was, like, so long ago. Um, But, yeah, I think it's fair to say the Ravens. Ravens, Ravens, Ravens. Lamar Jackson's playing too good. You want to talk NBA? Me either. You want to talk MLB? Me either. You want to talk NHL? I'm still lazy and I still need to catch up. It's funny um, you say that. That was going to actually be my next question was, I'm pretty sure everyone's wondering, no, have you actually caught up on any NHL yet? No, man. I've been been all over the place. I've been everywhere but looking at my phone. So um, it's going to happen. I'm still, I'm not, I mean, Dude, I don't care if the playoffs start on a Tuesday and it's a Monday. I'm watching every single Penguins game before I watch game one of the playoffs. So, I mean, I got 85 to watch and I got plenty of time to do it. I'm not rushing. What's funny is like I'm you, not a, you not watching NHL right now is like me not watching NBA because I watched a lot of Thunder games throughout the years. I mean, a lot of games where I'd at least know what was going on. And, man, I'm really lost right now. It really is a weird time, especially for two guys who host a sports podcast. You'd really think I'd be more in tune right now with what's going on. I, I mean, obviously I know the teams that are doing their thing, but actually with the Thunder organization, I think you and I are both just still kind of upset about things and hasn't quite um, 
quite haven't quite gotten over that yet. So. Look at this here. I found it. Um, Chiefs play Chiefs to play preseason game on OU's Owen Field. Okay, the Chiefs will play a National Football League exhibition game at, on August eighth on uh, Owen Field. This is nineteen ninety eight, so I was literally four <laughs> years old. Okay, um, they played. The Chiefs will play the Chicago Bears, New England Patriots, or the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And based on what I remember, I've got to say I think you it was Tampa. the Buccaneers. Yeah. So huh. I don't remember it being the Chiefs, but uh, it was a dream. Four years old, I remember it like it was yesterday, <laughs> except the teams, I guess. So, <laughs> except the, except the um, most important part. I mean, I, I really do. My dad and I went to that, and it, it was it was crazy. So how cool. Low key. I bet you didn't know that happened. No, did you? I. Pff, 98. That was a little yeah. before me. <laughs> well, no, that wasn't before you. I mean, a little before You're older like than me. Me you paying attention to, I guess, what, I'm six at that time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, when's the last time Oklahoma City was favored six and a half points over the Warriors? Oh, man. The you've Warriors got a, are so bad. You've got a 5 and 10 Thunder team versus a thir- 3 and 14 Warriors team. Just. Which isn't that isn't that just hilarious? The rich get richer because Warriors gonna have no, a terrible just, yeah. terrible year, and then just go get a big ass draft pick and just be like, well, that's what sucks. That, I mean, the rich get richer. That's a poor analogy for the situation. But how? Well, I mean, yes, the rich are getting richer, but it's not in the context of the of the saying that the rich are getting richer. It's just I the rich get richer. The rich plays. get richer means that plays. Donald Trump has eighty billion dollars to invest into real estate, so he just keeps making money off of it. Yeah, no, but this is a sense of unfortunate luck for Golden State. That's it, it going to work the out. Patriots getting Antonio for him. Brown. The rich getting richer. So. What's going to happen next year? Yeah. Everybody's going to be back for the Warriors, and yes, they're going to have a strong <laughs> draft pick. Exactly. So it's going to be nasty at the beginning of next season. I mean, what? Yeah, that's like, stupid. That's I just thought good. about so that. So even like, even if Steph Curry gets healthy and Draymond and Clay, which Clay's not going to get healthy, but all this stuff happens, the Warriors are probably like, yeah, forget about it. Doctors just tell us we're still hurt and we're going to focus on next season. Because at this point, why bring Steph back? Why even let him? I mean, you know what I mean? If the season ended today, they'd have the number one pick. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> just, no, it's so dumb. It's not going to end this way. I, no, I feel like no. they're, they're going to get a lot of wins. Yeah. They still want to win. They're not going to tank, but... If they do choose to tank, they're going to have a good team next year. <laughs> Just keep that in perspective. I mean, who do they get? I, I don't know enough about college basketball right now, but, um, man, there's a lot of talent out there. So, well, we could drag this on forever, or we could uh, have, feel like we're going to have a short little breakup with you guys and meet back with you in a couple weeks. Yeah, man, that's really all I got. Like I said, um, I do think people should be looking forward to some type of content from us in the next week um yeah we'll recap the game something like that it just means so much to both of us that i think we're both super excited and that's i mean that's it man yeah so. well uh guys we appreciate you tuning in it helps us out if you run over and like our facebook page our instagram page but ultimately if you could leave us a review on however or whatever source you're listening to us on we would appreciate that. Um, I'm not taking this vacation this week on Hopped on Sports Money. We do this for you guys for free, and that is all we ask of you. So if you would do that, we would appreciate it. And uh, you guys have a great, great Christmas. <laughs>
Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> I was just seeing if you were still listening. <laughs> you took your headphones off. So, yeah, you guys have a great Thanksgiving. Uh, have a good time with your families. Um, if you don't have families, <laughs> just listen to this podcast. Come listen. We got 51 episodes for you guys. Recorded all of them just to get you through the holidays. So, uh, you'll have a great week, great weekend. We'll see you back when you see us back. <laughs> Cheers.